Welcome to Truth Matters Church, contending for the faith one verse at a time. If you are blessed by today's message, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. I'm Associate Pastor Jeremy Priest with this week's devotional. Did you ever happen to wonder why God saved you? Why He sent His one and only Son to die on the cross and bring salvation to those who believe? Perhaps you've asked, Why did you save me, God? Well, I think any honest Christian has asked these questions at some point in their walk, especially as we learn more about just how marvelous and undeserved a gift our salvation really is. In Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14, Paul is discussing the seal God gave us as a guarantee of our inheritance in Christ and ends this sentence with a remarkably simple answer to our question. You were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. Other scripture uses similar terminology to describe the purpose behind our salvation. In Romans 9, as he rhetorically rebukes those who might dare to question God's sovereignty, Paul writes about the Lord's patient endurance with the unsaved. And he did so to make known the riches of his glory upon vessels of mercy which he prepared beforehand for glory. That's Romans 9, verse 23. And he also uses it just a couple of verses up in Ephesians 1, verse 11 and 12, where he says, Also we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose who works all things after the counsel of his will, to the end that we who were the first to hope in Christ— would be to the praise of his glory. And just moments before his betrayal, in what is known as the high priestly prayer, Jesus himself reiterates to the Father his purpose in coming to earth. And lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you, even as you gave him authority over all flesh, that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work that you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. That's John 17, verses 1 through 5. What's becoming clear is the simple reason God saved you and saved me, for His glory. We may be tempted to overthink the primary purpose of our salvation and maybe even take credit for it if we become pragmatic in our works and outward religiosity. But as we see here, it all boils down to the fact that Christ saved us so that we would bring glory to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yes, God saved us because He loved us. That's in John 3:16 and 1 John 4, verses 10 and 16. And Christ died on the cross out of an inconceivable love for the saints. But if you've ever wondered why you were saved, Scripture tells us that it was ultimately for God's glory. And as we contemplate this, many of life's bigger questions get answered as well. What is the meaning of life? To glorify God. What is my purpose in life? To glorify God. What is God's will for my life? To glorify God. What should I do today? Glorify God. You get the point. While our salvation is a gift of immeasurable value and cost, reference Matthew 13, verses 45 and 46, the core reason that we were given it is to bring glory to our God and Savior. 
Whereas we are the beneficiaries of an eternal inheritance through Christ's sacrifice, we must not view it selfishly. When we see our salvation through the lens of having a purpose to bring God glory, it certainly changes our perspective on how we go through life. Maybe I'm living just a little too much for myself instead of living for God. Maybe my priorities are a little more worldly than they should be. Maybe my attitude is too self-righteous and inwardly focused. If so, this would be a great day to flip that around and pursue heavenly things in humility, like loving others more deeply, giving more freely, sharing the gospel more openly, and worrying less about myself. Let's use this day the Lord has given us to bring Him glory and shine a light into this very, very dark and hurting world. We'll end with Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Once again, thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and visit us online at truthmatterschurch.org. Have a blessed day.